Good morning. I'm Michelle Silva. Thank you so much for joining me. So much exciting news to share with you this morning, as always. We had some really big, powerful superstars in town recently advocating, advocating for Child Help Tennessee. Eddie Smith from Child Help Tennessee here joining me. Yeah, so not too long ago, we had one of our major fundraising events, and we were honored to have two of our Child Help Celebrity Ambassadors. The audience will know him as the voice of the dog show on Thanksgiving. <laughs> John O'Hurley was our MC, and then Kathy Lee Gifford, who everybody will remember from Regis and Kathy Lee. Today's show as well. Today's show. I mean, she's been all over the place. They are incredible advocates for what we're doing, not just here in Tennessee, but across the nation in helping children who unfortunately have suffered abuse neglect in the communities where they live. So it was a great fundraiser. We raised a lot of money to help support our mental health program, our child advocacy center, our relative care program, you know, and and even our foster care program. But there's always great need in our foster care program. And I know that's kind of Mm -hmm. what we're kind of leading up to the holidays, what we're really here to kind of talk about this morning. Yes, and it's so easy, so many ways you can help. But I do want to stress the fact that events like this, it's about raising funds to do everything that you can do. And what an eye opener. And I've been involved with child help, gosh, Eddie, years and years ago, I was on the board and I try to support as much as I can. And it's still eye-opening to me every time I hear someone speak about child help. There's always a new story, unfortunately. There is a new story. And, you know, we talk a lot and share a lot of numbers, and I think I shared it at that event. Behind every number is a name, and every name has a story. That child is not just a number in our system. We know what their story is. We know what happened, but we also know how we're helping them. You know, we talked a lot about that at that event. Child help is there to provide help and healing. But then we look to donors in our community to help us provide hope. Hope of new programs where those children can heal. Uh, Hope in backpacks, Christmas presents, things throughout the year that just are small little touches that have a huge impact in that child's life as they're walking their healing journey. How many kids are, we always hear thousands across the state of Tennessee. Is that still the case? There are almost 9,000 kids uh, today in foster care across the state of Tennessee. 680 right here in Knox County alone. Why do those numbers keep growing? There's a lot of factors uh, in that. There has been some change in federal policy that has actually reduced the number of residential facilities. So there were kids who might have had more severe trauma that would have been in a residential setting. Federally, that's being they're, they're being forced to close. So those kids are now mm-hmm. coming into foster care. But you still have children coming in because abuse and neglect does not take uh, it doesn't take a holiday it doesn't take a break for a pandemic so it's kind of a pressure on the system but that's where one of our newest programs our relative care program where we're actually trying to keep children who can't stay with their bio parents but can stay with a family member but that family member might not have the financial resources to fully care for them we're able to mm-hmm. step in step beside them walk with them and keep those children from entering foster care to begin with so It's going to take some time to see if we can stem that tide. Uh, But there's just so many factors that go into why kids go into foster care. It's not, you can't just say one thing. Mm -hmm. And does it happen often around the holidays? I I can't even imagine to think of a a child not being able to spend the holidays with their family for one reason or another. Well, and again, if you really got a chance to talk to a lot of the kids that are in our programs, what you would find out is, they would rather be where they are because the what the the situation they were coming out of the holidays were not special imagine on a christmas morning unlike you know my kids and your kids who wake up 
rush downstairs to find presents under the tree. Those kids wake up, rush downstairs, don't know if they're going to have a meal. They don't. There's no presents. Sometimes it's mom and dad fighting or mom is strung out on drugs. Dad's strung out on drugs. Um, so Christmas and the holidays are not what we would experience. But what we're able to provide through the generosity of your listeners when they call, uh, email, you know, just help us with Christmas presents is we're able to give those gifts to our foster parents, to the parents in our relative care program. Because for these children, hurt happened in a relationship, but healing can happen in a relationship. So by those parents having those gifts to give to the kids, you we get pictures of just faces lighting up on Christmas morning, mm-hmm. the joy and wonder um, of just something as small as a $25 gift for a kid goes a long way because they've not had anything. They don't have anything they can claim as their own. And this is part of the healing for them where it's like, this is mine. I get to keep this. This is for me. So it's just amazing to see their faces on those holiday mornings, Christmas morning, Thanksgiving. We're doing a um, a Thanksgiving basket brigade where we're taking food to all of our families just to make sure that everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Little things like that that we've just got incredible donors and supporters that help us with. And really, that's just what we're all about is helping those children experience the wonder and joy this Christmas season. And people are sitting there. I know they're sitting there listening, Eddie, and they're saying, I want to help. I want to do what I can to help these kids have the best Christmas season ever, have the best future. And we allow all of our kids in our program. We've got about 350 kids that we're covering for Christmas right this second. Um, We ask them to provide us with a wish list of up to five gifts. Now, you don't have to buy it all. Uh, Maybe you're like, man, I can do one or two, but what about your, your small group at church? What about your company? Would your company be willing to adopt one child and all of you all go together to buy those gifts? Uh, it's going to be about $175 total for all of the gifts for that child. If you just reach out to our, our office right here in Knoxville, the number is 865-637-1753. And as for Christy Long, she'll get you connected. She will get an email angel out to you. They're all digital so we can send those out you just purchase those gifts and return them to our office by december the 12th all of our gifts we want to have those to our families by the 16th uh, just so that they've got time to figure out what they still need to get for Mm -hmm. kids or you're like i'm never going to remember that phone number here's an email address all you have to do is email us info info at childhelp.org we will get that information from you. We'll be able to get that. So if you just go, if you just email us at info at childhelp.org or call 865-637-1753, we will make sure to get you an angel right here before Black Friday. You can go out on Black Friday and help take care of kids in need in our community. And do we have a deadline for those gifts? So again, we would like to have all of the gifts in by December the 12th into our office here in Knoxville. Uh, that gives us a couple of days. I mean, you can imagine do the math 350 (laughs) times five about 1700 gifts to sort and organize and get ready for pickup uh so it's just a lot on our staff to do all of that Mm -hmm. and maybe you're sitting there you know and you're going man i I don't have the resources right now we know that you know that it's tight things Mm -hmm. are tight but you're like i really want to help if you would like to volunteer and serve with our staff just to help organize all of those gifts you can reach out to that number or that email address, and we'll get you plugged in. No matter where you, whether you've got time, talent, or treasure, um, there's a way that you can use one of those three to help kids right here in our community. 
And Eddie, what if there is somebody out there who owns a business of some sort and they might have a certain product, say basketballs, and say, can I donate a bunch of basketballs? You can. We'll take just about anything. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that I guess would be one of the things that I want to share with everybody is we had a donor a couple of years ago that just donated a whole lot of helmets. We didn't know what we were going to need those helmets for. Turns out that almost all of the kids in our program did not have helmets um, Mm -hmm. for riding their bicycles. So if you know about head trauma and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. these helmets, even though they were just donated to us at a random time throughout the year, we had those come Christmas so that we were able to give those helmets out to all of our, the kids in our programs to make sure that they don't accidentally have head trauma because they didn't have the proper gear. Uh, so there is, whether it's basketballs, you know, it's things as simple as socks, underwear, you know, clothing. Um, you, these kids come into our programs usually with all of their belongings in a trash bag. That's what they're coming into us with. So when we're able to provide the basic necessities for kids, uh, we have one dentist in town that every year provides us Brand new toothbrushes and toothpaste for all of the kids to make sure that their dental hygiene um, is staying uh, where it needs to be. So there is no gift too small, (laughs) no gift too unappreciated. Uh, We just appreciate anything that somebody comes up with and says, hey, here's how we can help. Talking with Eddie Smith, Child Help here in Knoxville, trying to make Christmas special for 350 kids. Uh, That is a lot. So every Every single bit, small, bigger, small, uh, present, monetary donation that you can do, uh, donate your time, info at childhelp.org. And Eddie, before the show, you were sharing stories with me. And there are any stories that you can share with our listeners at this time. And folks, get ready to get the tissues. There is. And, you know, we've talked a lot about our offices in Knoxville. But if you're listening to this show this morning... You are in an area where our programs serve. So we serve 17 counties across all of East Tennessee, which means if you're tuned in, you're in a community that we serve. So there are kids that are right there in your community that you can help by calling our number. And you're like, okay, I can't get gifts to Knoxville, all this stuff. Well, let me just share with you even monetary donations that you make. Two years ago, we had a young girl coming in for a forensic interview to our advocacy center. We had a donor that had just given us some money and said, here's this money. I don't know what you're going to need it for, but I just believe you're going to need it for something. That morning that that young girl came in, our therapist met with her and realized that she was suicidal. We had to get her into Children's Hospital very quickly. The mother revealed to us on the way to the hospital that she had just lost her job and wasn't going to be able to stay with her daughter at the hospital through Christmas while she was getting the help she needed. Because we had that donor that stepped up and said, use this for whatever it is that's getting ready to walk through your door, because we don't know what's about to happen. We were able to help that mother with her food and being able to stay with her daughter at the hospital through the Christmas season. They did not have to be separated because of something that had happened to that young girl through the abuse, the sexual abuse she had encountered. That mother was able to stay with her child through Christmas without having to worry about how she was going to feed, how she was going to take care of food for herself. Um, so you, you don't know the extent to which just a small act of kindness is going to have this Christmas season in someone's life. And Eddie, there might be some people listening this morning who may be thinking, wow, I never heard of child help before. What I would say is, thank goodness, because that means that your children or someone you know has never experienced abuse and neglect. 
unfortunately, too many families have heard of us. Um, this last year, just our advocacy center alone served almost 2,000 children, just in Knox County. We've got some sister CACs in outlying counties. It, it, it's a, Since the pandemic, we've seen an incredible increase in child abuse and neglect. Um, so I, if you've never heard of us, I am grateful for that. Uh, honestly, my goal is to work myself out of a job to er- that we've eradicated child abuse and neglect in our community that we're no longer needed. But until that day, we're going to be here serving those kids who do unfortunately experience that the worst humanity has to offer. But through our foster care program, our mental health clinic, our CAC, uh, people who are willing to open up their hearts, their homes, their wallets to help these kids, these children also get to experience the best that humanity has to offer. And Ed, you've mentioned the advocacy centers. You know, anybody that would ever like to come visit our advocacy center, just reach out, call us. We would be happy to give you a tour so you can understand it. But it's a child-friendly environment. So, you know, our district attorney expressed this to the audience at the fundraiser. Before child help existed, a child who experienced abuse and neglect might have to tell their story to the investigator, then be taken over to the police station, where they would be put in a room like a criminal with a big metal table and an an investigator on the other side, and they would have to tell their story. Now, how intimidating is that for a child? Then they might have to go to Children's Hospital to tell their story. Then they would be taken to the DA's office, tell their story yet a fourth time, and then they would possibly have to sit in front of um, 12 strangers in a courtroom while a defense attorney is trying to convince them that that child is lying to tell their story a fifth time. With child help and all of our advocacy centers and our, our incredible sister agencies around, that child is able to come into a child-friendly friendly environment, have a conversation with a specially trained forensic interviewer. That entire testimony is audio and video recorded. It's admissible in court, and that child never has to retell their story again. They can begin their healing journey. That's what our advocacy center is able to do for those children while supporting all of the investigative needs of law enforcement, the DA's office, and I will say this, Sharm Allen and her staff are really, really good. Uh, with the work that we're able to do, they have a 100% conviction rate. Not one single perpetrator has gotten away with a crime once it's gone through the process. Uh, about 90% of the time, it's a plea deal. Mm-hmm. It, when that video is presented to a, a defense attorney, they immediately turn to their client and say, take the plea. You know, take a plea deal. Go to prison for 20 years. Um those that choose to fight it usually get between 70 and 80 years in prison. So we're, you know, we've got incredible judges, incredible DA. They will throw the jail on top of these people, and we are grateful for that. And, Eddie, while we're on the topic, what are some signs that um, I guess people should be looking for, like, say, a pair or, or maybe even aunts, uncles, uh, neighbors, or any, or school teachers. Absolutely. And, you know, I want to make sure everybody's clear. I am not a therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, No one wants that. But what I do know from our therapists, some things that, you know, that they really promote that people look for, watch for a child who begins to withdraw. If they're normally outgoing and down around the family and all of a sudden they start withdrawing to their room, uh, start withdrawing and just not wanting to eat, that is usually a symptom that something is going on. Start asking some questions. Don't, don't ask from like a accusatory standpoint. Be very careful because you don't know what's going on. Know who your kids are hanging out with. Um, we hear a lot about stranger danger. But if you really look at the data, 90% of kids in Knox County know their abusers. 
and 70% of them are family members. So always know, even within your own family, what are your kids doing? Who are they with? You know, just be very keenful and mindful of what is going on in your kid's life. Be involved. Uh, don't be a, a, a helicopter parent where you're in for a few minutes and then out. Be involved in your kids' lives. Um, and then, you know, we've got some incredible uh, programs that we're starting to launch. We're right now training all of our preschools in Knox County uh, and training the preschool students on what does, you know, child safety look like for preschoolers. Mm -hmm. It's an evidence-based, age-appropriate lesson from pre-K all the way up through 12th grade. At 6th grade, it begins to bring in some sex trafficking and how kids can avoid that online safety tips. So that's one of the things that we're also starting to provide free in our community, just so that kids are starting to get trained. Because what we also know from that, as we've been training children and how to speak up and be safe, a lot of times kids will tell other kids when something is going on. And through this training, those friends know how to reach out to get help for their friend who's suffering abuse or neglect. And if you would like to get in contact, you can always call Child Help here in Knoxville and if you have any questions or concerns. Absolutely. If you reach out to us, uh, where our, our staff is happy to help. You can also reach out. We've got a 24-7 national toll-free hotline for child abuse. It's staffed by mm -hmm. either master or doctoral level degree counselors, um, and they can help you. Maybe it's just you've got a kid and you just don't know what to do and you're needing some help and to talk to somebody. If you call 1-800-4-A-CHILD, we have that hotline available 24-7, 365 days, and it actually operates in 170 different languages. So <laughs> it can help anyone, um, and we can get you the resources and things that you might need through that hotline. How many kids waiting for a permanent home right now here locally? Oh, across all agencies, it, it's hard to say where all of them are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say out of 680 in just Knox County, you're probably looking at about maybe 3,000. Let's just divide it across the Eastern Grand Division. I would say there's probably 12, 1,500 of those that are um, what in legal terms would be considered parents' rights have been fully terminated, and those kids are ready to start moving into adoption. It does take some time, uh, but our goal isn't necessarily adoption. It's about permanency. This last year, through our foster family agency, we were able to help 18 children get adopted. But 17 children, we were able to work with the bio parents and actually help reunify those families. Those, those children went back home uh, because we were able to help the parents learn how to handle that, how not to let it go into abuse and neglect. They were able to fix through their parenting plan. And we had zero negative disruptions, which means kids did not have to leave our program for any negative reason. Uh, and that's what it's about mm -hmm. for us. It's about permanency for that children, whether it be through reunification, which is obviously our preference, or through adoption when reunification is not possible. Wow. It is amazing the work that you guys are doing at Child Help. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. And we appreciate you, Michelle, mm -hmm. and B97.5, great community partners in everything that we do. Um, and we could not get the word out about what we're doing and the help we need without great community partners like you all. Well, it, it takes more than just us to get the job done. It takes the people out there to open their hearts and open their checkbooks a bit. Absolutely. Again, you know... Uh, Easiest way right now, just go to childhelp.org. You can click the donate button uh, and just make a donation. All of that will get filtered and we'll, we'll get that here in uh, to serve the kids in this area. Or you can, if you want to adopt an angel, you can email us, info at childhelp.org, or call us at 865 
637-1753. What are some of those gifts that the kids are asking for? You would be surprised. Some of them are little things like fidget spinners. Um, it's mm-hmm. puppet things. For um, A lot of that is used for kids to help in therapy, but it's just things that they want. We've got some of the gifts that I've seen have been kids that said, I need new underwear. It, mm-hmm. Basic gifts. And then there are some toys. You know, kids love toys, but it's things simple like, I want this soccer ball. <laughs> I want it, – it's not – what you would think it would mm-hmm. be like it's not in the video games it's not all that it's things that they never actually got that they see all their friends have in the little things um so that's why you know it, it it's just honestly amazing and it's somewhat sobering when we get all those gifts together and you see what kids are actually asking for um we've got some kids that honestly uh, at 17 years old they're getting ready to age out of the foster care system they are asking for things like comforters because they're getting ready, they're not going to have a home, and they're going to have to figure out thinking about setting up their own home. So they're asking for comforters, sheets, towels, things that they know they're going to have to have when they start living on their own. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's simple little things, even like that, that just kids are asking for. It's the practical things, not necessarily the fluff. We're talking about Christmas and child help, Tennessee child help here in Knoxville. We have so many kids, 350 kids we want to help provide Christmas to. These are kids right in our community. These are probably kids you might even know that you don't know that it's happening to them. And these are kids that primarily are in Knoxville, Blunt, Severe, Mm -hmm. but all the way up to Scott County, all the way over to Hamblin, all the way down to Monroe County, and all the way over to Morgan County. So if you just draw a big circle, that's where we are in East Tennessee. Uh, Just draw across those. Again, 17 counties, 350 kids that are right here in that community that are just waiting for someone to say, I'm willing to open up a little bit of my wallet, my heart this season. And maybe you're sitting there saying, well, I'd like to do more. Well, consider opening up your heart and your home. We've got a lot of uh, young parents that are now empty nesters. And you're like, I'm not ready to be an empty nester yet. You can open up your home if you've got one or two beds and you can become a foster parent. You can be the change maker in that child's life. Uh, as well. So just reach out to those same numbers and one of our uh, uh, foster care recruiters will reach out to you. You can come to the class and just see what it's all about. You don't have to commit. You can come and see what it's all about at our next foster parent info class. Eddie Smith with Child Help Tennessee. For those of you out there, you want to help in any certain way, you have any questions uh, about being a foster parent or about bringing Christmas to these children, or just volunteering some time? You called it treasure time? Uh, or you, Everybody <laughs> woke up this morning with one of three things. You woke up with time, talent, or a treasure. Uh, and how are you going to use one of those three things that you woke up with this morning? We've got an opportunity through Child Help that will help you use your those gifts that God has given you this morning. I know you can do it. All you have to do is reach for that phone, 865-637-1753, or... Send an email, info at childhelp.org, or go on their website and uh, get more information yourself. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Eddie, and hopefully we can uh, make sure many, all of these children have a, a Merry Christmas.